Hello, Mind Bloomers. This is Mind Bloom, the safe space at the intersection of mental health advocacy and breast cancer awareness. Mind Bloom is your podcast. Subscribe to hear more on female entrepreneurship and the juggling of family life, career goals, and romantic relationships. Not an easy task, especially if your physical and mental health need a big hug right now. Bloomers, this is Marina G, your host, and welcome to Mind Bloom, the podcast for all things mental health and breast cancer awareness. Before we dive into this week's episode, let me just say that Mind Bloom, the podcast, and the content at Mind Bloom U across all platforms is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should always contact your providers for medical counsel. Never disregard any medical treatment or delay seeking professional help because of any content authored or distributed by MindBloom. Welcome to episode 28 of Mind Bloom. It's a beautiful Tuesday here in New York City, and I had cake for breakfast. It's just our little secret. Please don't tell anyone, but I thought I could get a pass because I made it myself. So I know what's in it, I know it's eggs from free range chickens. I know there's no cornstarch in there. I know it's unbleached flour that I used. So, you know, it's not 100% healthy, but it's maybe 70% healthy. In any case, no guilt, no looking back, just enjoying the warm, fuzzy feeling of having pampered and having spoiled myself a little bit this morning. Taking on baking recently makes me feel like my grandma is here with me and she's cooking and making all these amazing pastries and cakes and pies for me, just like it used to be in the past. And now it's happening again, so it's kind of a reparenting, in this case, re-grandparenting experience of my own, and I'm loving it. So far, uh, baking has been the perfect mental health tool. Not only it's uh, relaxing, meditative, and you have to stay sharp and focused, creative as well. So in, in one word, I would guess present and aware of your environment and of your own resources and of your wants and needs. But it's not only that, it's also this great feeling of warmth that comes with it. The house always smells good of, you know, baked goods and beaten 
eggs and melted sugar and creamed butter. All the great things of your childhood, isn't it? At least for me they were. Not necessarily at my house, but at my granny's. And it's so great to have that again, that feeling of home and coziness again, especially now that winter is coming and the holidays are just around the corner. I am practicing and learning new techniques and I want to replicate as close to the original as possible. Uh, I want to replicate my grandma's dishes, her chiffon chocolate cake, her meringue pies, her stews her uh, regional sweets and cakes and um, holiday recipes and just really make my life a daily treat as much as I can. We're all closed in. Most of us lost our jobs. We are um, going through financial hardship, most of us. But if you can have a few eggs, a little bit of flour, a little bit of butter... You can make something spectacular, I guarantee you. I remember standing in my grandma's kitchen. I usually spent my va my summer vacation at her place as well as the holidays. And I know because she would say it to me, um, I know that very consciously she didn't want me to know how to cook or know how to sew or know how to crochet or knit. And I know it sounds uh, weird now because that's all we're doing. It's going back to these roots. But I know that on a very conscious level, she did not want me to know or at least to master these uh, skills because she did not want me to be a housewife. She was very vocal about me pursuing uh, an education not just a bachelor's, but uh, a master's. And then I took it one step further and just went ahead and did my PhD because why not? Even though she never got to, to see it or to see me graduate. So in a sense, I, I think that this was how my grandmother um, expressed her feminism. She wanted me to be an independent woman, a professional, someone with a career, uh, and autonomy and financial autonomy rather than being, you know, the housewife that she really was and had been her whole life uh, raising three kids. So she never really um, pulled me aside in the kitchen and said, look, this is how we make puff pastry or this is how we cream butter. Um, not at all. But I'd still see it. I'd still observe it. I still remember um, how she'd beat the butter with the sugar until it became creamy, white, white creamy, and so fluffy. Then I remember how she would add the eggs one at a time until this whole batter became a cake a few hours later. I remember how she made puff pastry from scratch with the frozen butter beaten into the, the dough, then roll, incorporate, freeze, repeat, so that later with the dough she made from absolute scratch, she could make little piggies in a blanket if it was uh, one of our birthdays, or an amazing pie, or breakfast pastry. So I observed and learned, but always with this message in my head, 
that the kitchen is really not my job and it will never be my vocation or main skill, I guess. And I'm not saddened by that. I think it was a good decision from my grandma. As she was rolling the dough, she would say, you go to school. You go to school and graduate. You get married only after school, only after you graduate and find a job. You remember that. That's what you're going to do. She wouldn't say, um, don't cook or don't sew or don't knit. It wasn't like that. It was rather uh, a positive message. This is what you will do. This is what you will become. And in my 40s now, I'm, I'm glad to say that that is what I became. So I'm very thankful for my grandma for what she taught me, even without saying a word, because she taught me baking (laughs) regardless. I know that was not her intention, but I remember how she would make the sign of the cross on uh, bread dough before it went went to, to proofing, because that's what you do. And I guess in all Catholic countries, you benedict the bread Um, or the dough, rather, as it grows and as it ferments, as it becomes this sacred food item. So in this very special week, this week of saying grace and uh, saying thank you for the first harvest, but also thank you to all the good people around us and thank you for our health Thank you for the roof over our heads. Thank you for our favorite books and favorite podcasts. Thank you for breast cancer imaging, showing only good, amazing, spectacular results. Thank you for the great people you meet along the way. Thank you for knowing to discard the people you learn are not so great for you. And in this case, I, you know, I'm very, very thankful for these newfound hobbies, I guess. Um, Gardening, which has been going on for uh, maybe a good five years. And podcasting, um, that I hope will become more than a hobby soon, and rather my profession. And um, now baking. I mean, it's so incredible to see something raw and divided into different elements, the flour, the eggs, the sugar, the vanilla, um, all come together and make this beautiful compound of yumminess and sharing and joy. You know, you see the looks on people's faces and uh, when you offer and when you share the goodies you just made. And it's the best feeling in the world. It's like, for me, right now, it's like sharing a hug or a kiss. It's the closest you can have. And with Thanksgiving around the corner, I mean, in two days, I am so, so, so excited to be cooking and baking and experimenting and failing. Because there's those as well. It's not always happy times in the kitchen. Frustration sets in quite a few times as well, especially if you're a beginner. I mean, I don't know, I guess everyone. And even though it won't be a full house, I mean, with uh, the virus spreading at full blast 
lately. I would imagine most of the homes this Thanksgiving will be half empty or half full, let's put it that way. So it won't be a full house, it'll only just be three of us and two dogs, but there will be so much yummy food and wine and dessert and good banter and laughs and being thankful and cheering to being alive, having made it, well, so far through uh, 2020. How are you spending your Thanksgiving this year? What recipes are you making? Let me know what your plans are. Who knows, we could get together, have a Zoom Thanksgiving, or recipe exchange, or cheering to happy scan results, and cheering to uh, clear follow-up exams, perhaps a new job, perhaps you're graduating soon. You got a new pet, a pandemic pet. You've taken up gardening. And you'd like some tips from this mind bloomer of yours. Anywho, whatever it is, just know that I'm always here. You know you can find me on interest. On interest. That's amazing. On Instagram, on Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter at mindbloomu. You can shoot me an email to info at mindbloomu.com. You can check out the website, mindbloomu.com. You can uh, look us up on YouTube. Just write mindbloom and plop, there we are. And in this season of thanks, you can thank your host, me, (laughs) by buying me a coffee at... uh, buymeacoffee.com slash mindbloomyou. They only cost $3 each, the coffees, and um, it's a nice gesture. I can go to the coffee shop around the corner, get a coffee, edit this podcast episode, or go bake some more. And it's happy times for all of us. So I want to wish you a tremendous, spectacular peaceful, healthy, joyous Thanksgiving in the company of those you love the most. Maybe not in person, maybe they don't need to be in the living room with you, but zoom in, call, email, text, listen to a podcast together. Tell them you love them, you miss them, you want to hug them, but You're mailing them a pie instead. It's only this year. The vaccine is around the corner from what I hear. And soon, very soon, we'll be off our masks with a new president, a brand new immigration status for me. And we'll be looking back and just shoving 2020 in a tiny little box in a little drawer. Thank you for tuning in. This was a smaller episode, and I apologize for that. But you see, I have a brioche in the oven that I have to go tend to because it's going to be the brioche of my stuffing for Thursday. So priorities, guys. In any case, I love you all, and I look forward to Tuesday again. Bye-bye.
And that was our episode for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you were able to take away some useful tips and tools to use in your own life. Don't forget to subscribe to Mind Bloom, the podcast, anywhere you stream your podcasts. And please leave a message on the Anchor FM voicemail if you have any questions or comments for me. Also, please leave a review on the Apple Podcasts app. That would help the podcast reach more people. That would be great. Follow Mind Bloom on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at MindBloomU. And check out my website, MindBloomU.com. Don't forget, a new episode every Tuesday. I look forward to spending time with you again next week. Be well and stay blessed. Bye-bye.